what's good good people and welcome welcome to the silly nerdy sometimes wordy podcast and i'm your host bk and this is episode 30 spoiler review of the hunger games ballad of songbird and snakes spoiler review of the hunger games ballad of songbird and snakes what's going on everybody I hope everybody is doing well. Have another episode for you. And in this week's episode, I'm going to be doing my spoiler review of the recent Hunger Game prequel movie, Ballad of Songbird and Snakes. Spoiler review. I was just able to see that. So I'm going to give my thoughts on it and we're going to get into it in just a bit. Not going to have any nerdy notes on this episode, but I will say one note that is the Zack Snyder Rebel Moon film that is uh, set to hit Netflix and limited theatrical release. Initially, that was coming out on December 22nd. They have decided to move it up one day to December 21st. Also, moving up the time. Normally, Netflix likes to release their films and shows 3 a.m. East, 12 p.m., 12 a.m. Pacific. However, with Rebel Moon, they have decided to release it 7 p.m. PST for those of you on the West Coast and 10 p.m. Eastern Time for us here on the East Coast. And for those in other time zones, you can do your conversions and see how that relates to you in other time zones and across the globe. So we get the movie a day early, a couple hours early. Really excited about that. I'm looking forward to watching this uh, Rebel Moon film from Zack Snyder. But we're here to talk about this Hunger Game prequel film. And getting right into it. As I said, this is a spoiler review. So if you have not seen Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbird and Snakes, this is where you stop. Go see it and come back. Or just keep listening and you don't mind spoilers if you haven't seen the movie. And the film, I really enjoy this film. I definitely think it's worth a rewatch. I'm definitely looking forward to buying the Blu-ray and watching the behind the scenes features to see how this was made and how this goes with the other Hunger Game movies. And the story of this film is essentially about President Snow. If you've seen all of the other Hunger Games movies that's already been out, For quite some time, this is pretty much the story of how President Snow became to be who he is and how he is. And so it shows how he got to that point. And I thoroughly enjoy the story, the arc of how he became who he is, as well as the other characters. I will say the standouts for me were... Tom Blythe, who played the character of young President Snow, Viola Davis, who played Dr. Voluminous Gao, who was the game maker, 
Peter Dinklage, Blake Casca, Highbottom, and yeah, they were really great. And also Rachel Ziegler, who played Lucy Graybird. Uh, they were all excellent, very, very good performances. I enjoyed the film, the runtime, just right. The score was great. And speaking of the score and the music, you will hear the song that Katniss character sang in the Mockingjay Part 1, the Hanging Tree song. You hear that a couple times throughout this film uh, as well. And they also mention the Mockingjay bird uh, in a scene as well. So kind of a a prequel foreshadowing uh, of what was to later eventually come. And this film also had some music, some singing from Rachel Ziegler's character, Lucy Graybird. And I thought the singing was pretty, pretty great. And the way they did it, it was very, uh, very timely. The, the, whenever a song happened, it was never, never out of place. It always came at a right point in the story, in the film. So that was very strategic of the filmmaker and how they did this. So props, props to them very good on how they did the singing and where they placed it in the story. It didn't, it never felt like I said, never felt out of place with the film. Um, so very, very good job on that. And just the singing was just pretty, yeah, it was great. And Tom Blythe, who played the young president snow, he, his character went through some stuff to become the way he is. And after you see this movie, you will have more context when going back and rewatching the original Hunger Game movies, and you will have a better understanding of why President Stowe is the way he is. And then at the very end, you hear President Snow, the original person that, that played President Snow in the movies, Donald Sutherland, you hear his voice at the very end saying it's the things we it's the thing we it's the things we love most something to that effect and so you hear that at the end uh and that was kind of uh there was a love story obviously between uh President Snow and Lucy Graybird uh there was a love story between the two of them which was you know had some happy moments between them and part of me was kind of rooting for them, <laughs> but I was kind of had to remind myself like, oh, wait, he, he doesn't end up being happy and, and great. He ends up being President Stowe evil. So it can't work out for him, which obviously it did not work out with him. But he had he had some moments of, of happiness, I will say, before things got got out of hand. So great job by the uh, Tom Blythe uh, actor. He w- did a great job of playing the young President Snow. Viola Davis, she was amazing uh, playing the game maker. Really enjoyed her performance and the way she went about it. Very good. Peter Dinklage, I uh, enjoyed his performance as well. I always enjoy Peter Dinklage uh, ever since seeing him on Game of Thrones as well as on 
Infinity War. He's done a lot of other things too, but good to see him uh, doing other things. I, I thoroughly enjoyed his performance and the way he uh, went about it as well. Very, very good. And yeah, this uh, this was a great film. I definitely recommend that you see it, and it's done very well. Um, the budget of this film was $100 million. And currently, as I'm recording, domestically, it sits at $135.66 million. Globally, it is at $278.96 million. That comes from the good folks at Collider. And this film has made their profit. It's, it's been successful. Uh, I would say critically and financially. So good job on the budget and obviously making the money back. And obviously this film has the benefit of the strikes being over has the benefit of doing the world premiere of promotion of interviews and the press junkets. So it has the benefit of, you know, normal uh, films being under normal circumstances, unlike some other films that had their strike going on where there's no promotion at all or very, very minimal promotion. So it had that benefit as well, but uh, it seems to have been doing, doing well. Uh, and we'll see, where the final numbers end up for it. But I, and like I said, I enjoyed the film. You, like I said, you understand why President Stowe is the way he is. And so when I go back and rewatch the original Hunger Game movies, along with this one, it will give you and myself more context of the Hunger Games story as well. So very well done. I enjoyed it. I recommend it, and yeah, good, good stuff. And let me see. I think I covered everything I wanted to cover in the spoiler review. Like I said, it was uh, very good. And also, let me mention, in terms of the, the film, the way the arena was, as you remember in the original Hunger Games film, the arena was in an outdoor setting in different places outside, uh, kind of like a, a, a dome on an outside, where in this movie, this current movie, this uh, prequel movie, the arena was in one location in a stadium. There was no going outside and being in the woods and, you know, sleeping in the, on the grass and in the, the water and braving the elements. That was not the case for this film so the arena was just in a in a stadium in a arena so to speak indoors indoors only one location so that was a big difference where that you know obviously that was the the first one of the first hunger games so obviously when you got to the point of the hunger games movie that are already out now it progressed to that but that was in the early days so I did want to mention that point where the arena is just one central indoor location uh, for 
for the film still had the you know the violence and you know people killing tributes killing other people to survive and then also the film spent half of the movie was about the hunger games and then the other half once the games were over and the victor won the second act of the and the third act of this movie was spent very much outside of the hunger games themselves it was sent outside of the you know in the capital as well as in some of the districts so you got to spend a lot of time in different uh areas you know besides the hunger games themselves so that was very interesting and that was unexpected i didn't expect to spend a lot of time outside of the games themselves besides the lead up to it and the games themselves so you got to spend a lot of time after the games are done so that was that was interesting too okay now i'm done that's the end i wanted to mention the part about the arena and i hope you enjoyed it this is a quick spoiler review of the Hunger Games Ballad of Songbird and Snakes. Hope you enjoyed it and come back and see me sometime. Check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Like, comment subscribe tell your friends and family about it also i've started to leave some polls and questions on these episodes recently so if you have a chance please participate in these polls and questions i want to get your thoughts on certain things i'm sure i'll put one together for this one as well So please chime in on these polls and these questions. I want to hear your thoughts as we continue along this podcast journey. Okay. And that's all I have for you today. Hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, we will talk soon.